you know what happens when you forget to put these people in the right overlays? You pull out your hair? Pretty much. That was not the question I was going to ask, but as soon as I <laughs> went to the, the screen, I realized that um, <laughs> I didn't have the overlays in the right place. Why is oh, that? Perfect. Why is that? Because Connor doesn't ever what? get here on time. How dare? I'm just kidding. Carly got here before you, though. So <laughs> uh, I also not... realized that I didn't do any sort of mic test or anything of the sort. You guys should talk again real quick. Uh, talk. Okay. Talk. I, talk yeah, that sounds okay. <laughs> that seems fine. Now I just hope that the voice, the actual lips sync up. But you know, technical difficulties is how we roll here on The Christian Artist. It's true. This is The Christian Artist, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. And my name is Carly. I feel like we need to find a way to do that intro again that I don't have to say the whole tagline. Oh, okay. That's fine. Because I feel like I'm saying too much of that intro. Okay. But I don't know how to do it in a way that's like smooth because of the lag. So. We plan for the lag. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we could just practice it. We could just like practice saying it before the person even finishes saying it. Right. Yeah. You do that. Anyway, so we're here. We're here with the Christian artist and we are. Doing another episode. This is uh, episode 144. So that's crazy. <laughs> We're really close to being halfway to 200. So, I mean, what? We've been doing this for more than three years now. More than four years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like four and a half wow. years almost. Yeah. That's crazy. And somehow we still have things to talk about. So the question I was going to ask in the uh, the cold open was, what do you do when someone claims that uh, suicide is proof of is always proof of someone's non salvation? That's not the right Oof. way to say that. But and then the answer was going to be pull out. You want to pull pull out your hair, basically. Um, because and so that's what we're we're here going to talk about. We're going to talk about suicide. Um, not a very like fun. Uh, you know, makes you want to like smile sort of topic. Um, but it's a very important topic, um, especially when we're talking about ethics, when we're talking about um, Christian uh, living and uh, sin, justification, Christ righteousness, all of those things kind of come into play as we talk about this this topic. So the reason that I kind of wanted to to br bring it up and was it was it Connor who was it you who suggested it or did I suggest it? Trying to remember. We, I know we had a conversation. This topic? Yeah. It was you. Was it me? Okay. Do, do you have like a fan going, Connor? It's really loud whenever you unmute. No. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, boy. Um, but yeah, so so the reason that I wanted to bring it up is because a a prominent pastor, um, in the evangelical world uh recently committed suicide and he was a, a very very strong like advocate for mental health awareness for um for suicide prevention all of that stuff um but apparently he also struggled with depression and he he took his own life a few days ago uh at the beginning of this week uh or beginning of last week rather um and that spawned a flurry of conversation on Twitter, on Christian Twitter, about suicide, about mental health, about all those things. And I came across a tweet that basically was, and I should probably just load up the tweet um, and read it verbatim, but it was along the lines of, uh, you know, the, the claim that um, someone who commits suicide is not, can't actually be a Christian because why would a Christian give in to that? sort of despair or hope if they are truly trusting god and if you're like us you'll immediately see several problems with a statement like that um i mean we just kind of want to talk through them um because suicide is a very very serious issue it's a very very hard to talk about issue and it's an issue that we have to get right um not only to be 
truly loving to people who are struggling with suicidal thoughts or depression, um, but also to be truthful, to be able to speak the truth in love and grace to people who may be considering um, that route. And I think there's there's aspects of both of those that we have to talk about. Um, so real quick, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stop introing this and actually just look up the, uh, the tweet. So let's see. Um, do you think I should say the person who tweeted it or no? Nah. Nah. Yeah. That's what I thought. I mean, I am, I'm a big guy on if someone is going to put something publicly on any type of social media platform that we should just tell the world, especially if it's stupid. So then they feel shame for the fact that they said that out loud, mm-hmm. but for this instance, I don't think it's relevant. Um, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, the tweet, the original tweet was, If suicide, of which no one can repent, is a sin that can be forgiven and one who commits it still has hope and oh, never mind. Sorry, that's that that was a follow up tweet. There's a there's a whole big conversation about this. I'm trying to wade through the incredible amount of stuff here. Um, I think this might be it. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. So the original tweet was suicide is a last resort committed by those who don't believe god is enough to sustain them it's committed by those who don't believe slash trust the hope christ gives us is sufficient even for this temporal life so how can they truly believe on him for life eternal and then she referenced second corinthians 4 8 um which says and i really should have just had this ready to go um we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair. Um, right. So that's the verse that she's referencing. Uh, mm, that's interesting. Right. And so the, the argument here is that anyone who commits suicide can't truly be a Christian because if they don't believe slash trust the hope that Christ gives them as sufficient for this temporal life, how can they truly believe on him for life eternal? How can they truly trust on him for eternal life if they are giving up on their temporal life in despair when we shouldn't have despair, um, right? And so my my initial response, um, which got a lot of like a lot of interaction with it, um, I didn't interact at all past the original tweet, but a whole big conversation spawned on on that. Um, but uh, I, I wrote, sister, please rethink this tweet. It is not based on a proper view of what justification and sin is. Whenever we sin, we are not trusting and hoping in God. Luckily, God doesn't take those moments as the arbiter of our salvation, but rather the righteousness of Christ. So this is something that really bugs me about this this topic is when people, and I've seen multiple Christians now who I respect in other areas, say similar things to this where they say, a person who commits suicide can't truly be a Christian because, um, right they're they're not trusting God. They're they're ultimately, you know, when it comes down to it, they're, um, they are uh, despairing so much that they don't trust God in that last moment and then and give up. And so, if someone actually is a Christian, they wouldn't do that for this, that, or the other thing. Um, but that brings in into conflict that that statement is in conflict with so many truths about what salvation is, what justification is, what sin is, so on and so forth. And so I I just kind of figured we should discuss that. So does anyone want to like jump off that or do you want me to, 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 to start, um, kind of digging through the, the issues with believing that someone who is a Christian who commits suicide couldn't really truly be a Christian. Yeah, no, I have nothing to add to what you said. Okay, I mean, so I I guess I'll just dig into my statement further and and kind of hash that out, right? So, think let's think about it this way: What is justification? What what? How are we saved? How are we justified? Are you asking rhetorical questions? Uh, it could be rhetorical, or if one of you wants to answer it, that's totally fine. Uh, you are justified by faith alone in Christ. Mm-hmm. 
real quick. In Christ alone. You should also turn on your light. Oh. <laughs> uh yeah right justified by faith alone in christ so so the the um i could see someone even then still like pointing out the implication you're not having faith in christ you're not having faith that he'll he's enough for you sort of thing right um but really what what i'm kind of getting at with justification with this idea of what what is justification and why how can we know that this statement is in conflict with what justification is the thing I was thinking about is just the the entire argument in Romans, right? That we are given, we are justified by faith and given the righteousness of Christ. Um, and so when we're justified by by believing on Christ and and taking hold of this um, by by faith, this righteousness that's given to us, um, we are um, a, a statement is being made about us. Uh, this statement is you are no longer a person bound and enslaved by sin, but rather you are covered in Christ's righteousness. When God looks at you, he doesn't see you or your mistakes. He sees Christ's perfect obedience. Um, and so, so I have an issue when we think about the topic of suicide and we claim that, oh, it's like this unforgivable sin that if you if you. If you commit suicide, then obviously you weren't a true Christian because you are despairing or giving up on hope. But when we think about what sin is and what justification is and, and how those things work together to decide whether or not someone is saved, um, we have to remember that we are saved not by works, but by faith um, and not by our and and also this is where reform doctrine is very important right we we aren't we don't keep that salvation by our works either um the salvation that we have is kept by Christ's works on our behalf um he lived the perfect life that we couldn't live and so even if we continue to sin which we will sin god doesn't hold that as the 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 thing that will make or break our salvation but rather he continues to look to the to christ's righteousness and sees that even though i sinned in this area christ didn't and so because christ didn't we are still perfectly righteous because of christ and so when i when i see someone say suicide is like an unforgivable sin that means you didn't truly believe on on uh christ for salvation or life eternal i think about every single time i sin what am i actually doing am i in that moment trusting in christ no if i was if i was truly trusting in christ in that moment i wouldn't sin truly i wouldn't sin because if i was really trusting in christ then i i would realize that he's all i need and so i would trust him and not sin and choose him instead of sin that's literally just what suicide is it's is it is a a moment where you choose sin instead of Christ. And just like any other sin, you can go to your grave having not repented of it and still be saved. Because again, our works are not the requirement for salvation. Our works are not the requirement for self for salvation. And so if we are placing any of these extra stipulations on someone's salvation, such as they had to have repented over sin before they they die, then we are placing... We are justified by repentance. Yeah, then we're justified by repentance and not by faith, not by righteousness of Christ, but by the righteousness of Christ. And we're never yeah. justified once for always. We're yeah. justified continuously. Mm -hmm. with each time we repent of each sin which is a roman catholic heresy <laughs> right yep um it's that's that's roman catholicism that's that's that 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 doctrine um in, in roman catholicism suicide is a mortal sin um that cannot be forgiven of and we don't we don't we aren't catholics we don't believe that um we believe that christ's righteousness is completely sufficient for the believer and that um any work um is not required um whether or not that work is keeping yourself away from suicide trusting christ enough to not commit suicide that's a work and if and if that's still a if that's still a work that someone considers as necessary for 
final salvation to be true, then they are placing a an extra rule on top of what scripture clearly says is the reason for our our salvation, and that's Christ's righteousness alone, mm-hmm. um, grasped by faith alone. Um, and the issue, right, is that we don't always perfectly trust Christ. And so, what? yeah, I know. For yourself, Gib. Right. And so, and so when we say, you know, suicide is, is a moment where you're not trusting Christ. And so how can you, how can we consider you truly a Christian? We, we can look at literally any time anyone sins and say, Hey, you didn't trust Christ in that moment. Obviously you weren't, aren't a Christian because if you were a Christian, you would truly cr- trust Christ in every area. But that my friends is perfection. Um, which is glorification, yeah. which is not a thing that we are privy to yet. <laughs> right? Right. Um, and so, right, this this entire conversation just spawned from this. Um, hi. <laughs> hi What's up? Good morning. <laughs> My puppy is up. Um, yeah, yeah. Any any other thoughts? Um. No, you basically said the things that I was going to say of just like, I mean, we're, we're, we're never going to perfectly repent of all sins. And that's not the point is to perfectly repent of all sins. Um, I guess, I guess you could make the argument on the other side and say Romans six, you know, how are, how can we who have died to sin still live in it? You know, uh, Taking one's own life is certainly not a one-time decision. They just wake up and make one day. It is a uh, it, it is a bunch of of uh, choices and slash or just mental illness that leads up to that point. Um, so I, I guess I guess here's the point: if 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 we say Let's let's make it not suicide. Let's 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 make it a different sin for the sake of argument. Let's say it's it's murder. Okay. Um, you it's 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 the same it's the same uh, issue theologically. At what point does someone who sins? Um, do we say that they're not a Christian and why, you know, uh, if the last thing that someone were to do was, was to commit adultery and, and they died, does that mean that they weren't saved? You know what I mean? And I think, I think basing someone's faith off of one moment is not wise, but then you also have to think of, okay, but how many moments led up to this moment to slow fade? And so there's a lot of things to talk about there, but to have the theology that because someone didn't repent of said sin before they died is obviously heresy, but there's discussion to be had, you know, before that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think it's really important to to get two things in mind, right? We, we know that um, suicide is not, a it's not the unforgivable sin right it's not the blaspheme of the holy spirit that's not what that is there's there's nowhere in the bible that says suicide is unforgivable exactly and and i think people believe that i think in the evangelical church there are people who believe that for sure but yeah but that's that's not a true statement and it's not found anywhere in scripture um now but but suicide is a sin i think that we need to get that yeah make that clear too because as this conversation um uh continued on twitter i saw another person write suicide is not a sin it is simply oh, a wonderful right like it uh it's simply a um you know a, a mental it's simply mental illness all right like it's all it is and it's right. not something you can control which is also not true right. um mental illness is very serious and is you you obviously aren't need help um with that and and 
you're j telling someone like get better is not going to help that you can't in, in a lot if you're if you have like clinical depression you can't just force your way out of it right there's actual mental health steps that you have to take sometimes medication that needs to be involved there are actual steps that need to be taken to help you um get out of that depression but it does that mean that you cannot sin through that mental illness or or because of that mental mental illness no that does not mean that you suddenly lose all functionality morally and that you are not responsible for anything you do um you you have been given a certain mindset um because of this condition but what you do with that still determine is you know can be determined by your moral faculties right the holy spirit is has enabled us to follow the commandments of god right the law of god is written on our hearts and if we are a christian we can follow the law of god um and so we have to say yes suicide is a sin why because you are taking the life of an, of an innocent human being you are Yes, I know this is serious. I know it's it's it's. I know that people are are saying that suicide is not a sin. You're right. It's it's bad, bad theology. Um. Uh, what's that you've been saying? <laughs> How you doing? Good? What? You doing okay socially? Like, yeah. You know, to talk to people a lot okay. recently. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm All just right. tired. Okay. Okay, give me a second. I gotta deal with this puppy. Someone else talk. <laughs> Well, he was just leading up to something. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of how to finish that sentence. <laughs> um, gosh, dog. Carly, do you have any thoughts? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I have thoughts. <laughs> so, so, all right. So, right. So, right. so suicide is a sin. Um, and we, we can indeed choose as moral creatures creating the image of God. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Suicide is a sin because you are taking, you're degrading the, um, right. the life of, it, of the, yeah, the image of God, right? You are, um, degrading the image of God by murdering someone who was made in that image, which just happens to be you. Um, right. right? And you don't have that right just because it's your life does not mean you have the right to, to take it. Um, God has, God only, God alone has the right to take or give the right, right, to someone else to take the life of any person. Um, uh, and so that ultimately has to come from God. And so that that is the reason that it is still sin. Now, I think one thing we do need to also discuss is the fact that committing suicide could be a sign that someone is not a Christian. Right. Right. Just because sure. it it isn't always, just because it isn't yeah. evident, you know, complete and utter proof of that does not mean that it couldn't also be evidence that that is true. Um, because again, like all sin, if there's a pattern of sin, there's a pattern of unrepentance, then that is a sign that um, someone may be not in Christ. Um, mm -hmm. And when they are confronted on that pattern of sin, that is where it's decided really uh, through the church, right? Um, whether or not this person is is saved. Now, does that mean that there's actually a, 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 um, a, a statement that men can make that someone is not saved or not? No, this is just how we treat them as, as individuals. Only God knows their heart. Um, but church discipline is given to us to be able to determine whether or not someone is um, supposedly an unbeliever and then if that person truly is a believer the act of church discipline will bring them back to the church um, and i think i think it's important to understand that when someone commits suicide they, there can't be church discipline mm -hmm. right like you can't you can't go from there and try to help this unbeliever and so really trying to make judgments about someone who is now dead right. is actually quite irrelevant mm -hmm. um it's 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 kind of a waste of time you know so although it's it's it seems to be an interesting topic of theology it's kind of also a morbid and pointless yeah. topic of discussion um so when when people have to come at it either way and say it is either this or it is either that um 
it just needs to be dropped as a foolish controversy you know uh this is not the this is not the main problem of the church right now is whether or not people go to heaven or hell when they commit suicide you know um how about we try to figure out why he committed suicide uh maybe there's problems in the church since he was a pastor maybe there are problems in how the uh co-equal pastor elders handled the situation or maybe it wasn't co-equal pastor elders and he had too much uh weight of responsibility of uh of souls you know whatever happened in that church maybe it was something in his family um you know and and obviously uh someone taking their own life is is always uh, a choice that they make um and so ultimately it is up to them whether or not they they make that decision. So no amount of outside uh, influence could ever justify someone's taking of their own life. But the, 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 the idea that somehow we have to make, we have to definitively state whether or not this person was saved is pointless. Yeah. okay <laughs> it's a very scatterbrained episode sorry mm -hmm. my puppy is, has been distracting <laughs> me but yeah i mean right like i this is obviously a very serious topic um and the reason why we have to get this right is because bad theology hurts people yes and so when someone just says a statement like someone who commits suicide is not truly a Christian. Um, if that is not true, then it is unloving. And so you have to make sure that we are speaking only from the word of God, not from our own hearts or minds. And we're not interpreting scripture, scripture through our biases or our personal lens, um, but only taking it as it is written. And Otherwise, you get into a situation where people who are struggling with suicide or have had um, you know, suicidal thoughts or have had someone in their family or someone, you know, commit suicide, you're basically telling them, sorry, your loved one definitely wasn't a Christian. There's no way. And you're making some you're you're, you're making a statement that. No one in scripture is allowed to make no christian is allowed to make no christian is allowed to make the statement that um you know someone else's heart we can obviously again as we we already discussed make a statement based on church discipline based on um patterns we see in uh in, a, in an unbeliever's life uh, that shows us that they are unrepentant and um are far from christ that they're of the world and not of um of uh of god but when we say you know someone who does this cannot be saved for this that or the other thing we are making a statement that we are not allowed to make as as christians um we are not allowed to determine a person's final state before god um and so I'm I'm always very careful. I try to be at least about ever making a statement that is like you are not saved or this person is not saved. Um now I will I'm trying to think of how to say this. Cuz I I know I've said that before to people and I think I'm I was right in saying it. But I feel like there's a difference between Help me, Connor. I'm struggling here. I feel like you know what I'm trying to say. Say what you're say. Say it again. <laughs> say everything no, say, I just said again. No, no. Just the last. I was I was trying to look up something to. I'm read. trying to think. So so, 
we have to be careful about making any sort of statement about someone's final salvation. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. But no. I, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No. So, um, so yeah, we can, we can say things like this person is preaching a false gospel. You know, mm -hmm. we can say things like this person believes in a false gospel. We can say things, um, you know, in regards to what people profess and what people do, but, but to make an arbitrary statement that, um, this person is or is not saved. That, well, I guess let's put it this way. Um, someone who's never heard the gospel before is not saved. hundred percent. We can say that for certain. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Someone who is living in unrepentant sin and they don't care is obviously 100% not saved. Now, someone who is, who is in unrepentant sin and has heard the gospel, we treat them like an unbeliever until they repent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the difference so so to say that we can't say well this person is saved and that person isn't saved is not entirely true but when it comes to well someone that people think is a christian or from people that people say is a christian rather than saying well this person isn't saved it is wiser and more biblical more theologically sound more theologically safe to say this person believes such and such this person is in unrepentant sin this person we must treat like an unbeliever because the Bible tells us to. Those are the types of things we want to do. And, and while you were taking care of the puppy, what I was saying was, if we're trying to figure out whether or not someone who committed suicide was saved or not, that's irrelevant. Because first of all, it is 100% in God's hands. There's literally nothing else that we can do now. Um, and there, there's nothing to, you know, we try to figure those things out because we want people to undergo church discipline because we want to help people. Someone who has committed suicide can't undergo church discipline. So what is the point of trying to be like, this person was saved, this person wasn't saved because they committed suicide. It's irrelevant. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's kind of my, my thoughts on it too. It just seems so unkind. It seems so unkind to just get on Twitter and say sorry after after a pastor just committed suicide mm -hmm. and say sorry guys someone who commits suicide can't be saved because this that or the other thing um because not only is it just theologically problematic and easily refutable but it's just so unnecessary don't be that person don't be the person right after a tragedy happens to get on social media and say, here's why that tragedy could have been prevented or was like, actually, it's it's, you know, it's worse than you think. And like uh, the people who are involved are actually horrible people. And here's why, you know, don't don't be that person. Um, that is not the time or place to get your theological kicks in. Um especially after someone commits suicide that is just don't and and honestly i think it's more and again not not in any way claiming um any sort of salvific authority but i feel like it is much more telling to me that a person would say something so unkind um that i think it is much it would be much more proof let me let me back up. I'm trying to think of this, how to say this. Someone acting that unloving to another possible brother in Christ or claiming, right, that like these people who claim to be brothers and sisters in Christ that committed suicide can't actually be Christians because of this, that or the other thing. That is seems much more unloving and unchristian of of me than someone committing suicide because they're in a depressive state um i it just seems to be if i if i had to and again this is a this is not a thing to to do or to um to make claims on but if if like someone like said like guess which one of these people was a christian and the only high criteria i had to to go on was this person you know uh had depression and committed suicide and this person basically told everybody that that person wasn't a christian because they committed suicide 
my guess would be that the person who committed suicide was more likely to be a Christian than the person who, uh, like, basically, like, just, uh, trying to think of another word to, um, hated his brother. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, hated, hated their brother that much to say something like mm-hmm. that directly after that person's death. Um, when their family is still grieving and stuff like, and again, that's not a salvific statement whatsoever, but if we're looking at our fruit, um, it, it seems much more telling to me to see the bad fruit of unloving towards a possible brother in Christ in that manner than to be in a depressive state and, and given to, to the temptation to make, to commit suicide. Um, we have to be very, very, very careful with our words. Not because we can lose our salvation if we say the wrong words, but because we have to be, I mean, we're, we're representatives of Christ um, on earth. And what we say, again, they'll, they'll know us by our love for each other. And, and it just bothers me so much when people with, with decide to, you know, spew bad theology directly after a tragedy because they think it will win them points because they just want to be controversial or say like hey everybody's like mourning over this thing but actually you guys shouldn't be mourning at all because he wasn't a christian that's basically the what she was saying right like that's the vibe that everyone got and so many people wrote on there was like what are you doing like stop um yeah and i don't know it just really bothered me and i felt like we should kind of talk about it and hash through it um yeah. Any other thoughts? Hearing your puppy bark twice yeah. over the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I want to say the the uh, the the mean things of saying obviously suicide is a sin. Suicide is one of the most selfish things that yeah. you can do. Um, suicide does not have to be an inescapable mental illness kind of issue. It can certainly be a decision, um, that is obviously, uh, brought on by depression and maybe horrible things that have happened, but someone is still in control of their actions. Um, unless they have an actual mental disease that makes it so that they're incapable of making any other action. Um, and I don't think that psychologists can prove either way whether or not that is even a thing that someone has a right. mental illness where they literally cannot make another choice. Um, because I mean, because that's that's breaking out of the realm of psychology and into moral ability, right? Right. Exactly. Like, and that's not something we can figure out based on science. That is something that only God knows. So, and if if we're being theological. Uh, there is no sin that someone can be tempted by that there that there is not a way out of. Um, and I can look at that verse here in a second. Um, but obviously it is, I mean, suicide is a horrible, horribly selfish thing to do. And I, I think that's important for people to understand. And, and I, I think this, this kind of comes into the realm of, of, um, people, people are mad when people say things like that, especially Christians. And I think it's because it's, it's, it's kind of the same idea when Christians want to say, well, abortion is murder. We don't, people don't want to say that because, oh, well, it'll offend the people who want to commit abortions. It, it'll just drive them further away. And I think people would say, well, if you say that suicide is a selfish thing, it's just going to make people who want to commit suicide more likely or more more wanting to do so. And I'd say it's the complete opposite. That if they don't understand that suicide would be sinful and it is an evil and wrong thing to do, then they're not going to repent of it. And I, I, I don't see why that shouldn't be brought up as, look, look, this is sin. Obviously, we're going to help you. Obviously, we're going to help you out of this in any way that we can because it's super important because we don't want you to die. But this is sinful. And you need to repent of, of thinking that this is your solution 
would be to take your own life. And so I think that is something we need to understand is as much compassion as we need to give to people who are um, depressed and considering committing suicide, they need to know the truth about what it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. And if, and if that knowledge of the truth is going to drive them more towards suicide, then they were not going to repent of it anyway. And I think it's the same type of thing with abortion. If me saying abortion is murder makes you want to kill your child more then you were not going to repent right. if I was nicer and mm-hmm. didn't call it murder and didn't tell you the truth. I think it's honestly, it's honestly kind of insulting to say, yeah, sorry. You know, there, there, you have no moral choice here. Um, if you do commit suicide, yeah. your, your body just made you do it, I guess. Um, and you know, it's not like God promises in his word that those who are in Christ are again, you know, given the ability to serve God and please God and have the law of God written on their hearts. Um, and, and again, that's not to say that, um, you know, that someone who commits suicide, um, uh, is not a Christian, but we have to be very clear that it is sin. And the reason that it's sin is because you're, you know, degrading the image of God. Um, but, but as the person in the tweet mentioned, it is because you are not ultimately trusting God with your life. Yeah. You're not, uh, delighting in God. You're not, um, loving God in the way that you should, where God is all that you need. Um, right. We, we look at, the Psalms of David and how clearly he probably had depression (laughs) and a lot of those Psalms, right? If that is David and he ends pretty much every single Psalm with, but I take my refuge in you, right? Like you are my strong tower or you guys are like muted or something. And I think, cause I can't hear either of you. Um, Really? I'm not, I'm not muted either. Oh, wait, no, you're coming through. I, something wrong with me my end (laughs) well it's the same thing with jesus i was thinking about this earlier when he was praying in the garden of gethsemane literally sweating drops of blood he said i don't want to do this but your Mm -hmm. will be done over mine it's the same idea as david in the psalms saying all these horrible things are happening but still i will trust in you Mm -hmm. i mean that's called being a faithful christian you know, and you might fail. You might not be a perfectly faithful Christian and it might lead you to commit suicide. That doesn't mean that someone wasn't safe to begin with, but it certainly could be a sign that someone's repentance or salvation was fake because they weren't trusting in Christ. And and that's where it comes down to the, the age old question of when does unrepentant sin show us that someone is an unbeliever and that is up to church discipline not not to make a claim of yes this person is definitively saved or not saved but simply to treat them as saved or unsaved for the Mm -hmm. sake of believers to know that this person is in sin to not fall into the same sin uh, for the sake of unbelievers that they know that this person isn't saved because Mm -hmm. they don't want this person to be the example of what a christian is like right um and yeah i mean for all of those things so like this is this is an interesting topic of conversation again like of whether or not someone who commits suicide is saved or not but it is not a important that is not the important issue to discuss the important issues to discuss is i mean literally everything else involving suicide but whether or not suicide makes someone saved or unsaved. That is the irrelevant part. That is the stupid part of the conversation. Everything else is important to have. And I mean, by, by this suicide, if we're bringing up all these different conversations in the church, some really good things can come of 
talking about suicide and bringing it up um, in the church, you know, bringing mm-hmm. up that topic in the church and talking about it to get people to understand who maybe aren't going to talk to anybody about it um, to get people to understand, you know, what suicide is and talk about this, you know, there's could be a lot of good that comes from this. Um, the verse is first Corinthians 10, 13 that I was talking about earlier. It's no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man and God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you were able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also so you will be able to endure it. So there's no sin that is inescapable. Have you just finished a thought? Because I cannot hear you guys at all. Um, but I think the stream <laughs> still can. Yes. Um, okay. For some weird Hopefully. reason. So I'm going to just try unplugging this real quick and plugging it back in. Um, talked about the suicide um (laughs) a a little bit Mm -hmm. recently um because of stuff that's happened Mm -hmm. in our church um but we haven't like gone super into like just the topic of suicide in general like we've talked about grief a little bit recently Mm -hmm. but um yeah, not like specifically. Okay. Well, I'm sure that everything you said, Connor, was really great, but I didn't hear a single word <laughs> of it. But apparently the stream did. So that was really weird. That's good. Right. <laughs> Can you hear us now? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. <laughs> okay, well, what else did we want to get into on this topic? I don't know, because I don't even know what you said. brief summary in three seconds Carly you were talking about how important it is to talk about this in churches Ah, right um which which reminds me of when I was in Wisconsin over a year ago and your youth group had a night where they got together and watched the um i can't remember great comfort yeah i can't remember the like title of the actual movie but um yeah it was a great comfort movie about suicide and it was like and then we just had a long discussion about it and it was hard it was like super difficult but it was like so useful oh the exit movie yeah yeah. Cool. Well, it feels really weird because, like, I feel like you guys feel much more completed with this episode than than <laughs> I do because I didn't hear any part of that conversation. But I'm sure it it it, it really started winding down the episode and made good points. <laughs> it looked like you were really into it. I'll have to listen back to it. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure I have any other thoughts offhand. Um, I'm trying to think of what I was even thinking when I yeah, stopped I hearing you guys. Because I was saying something, and then you jumped off of it, which was great because I suddenly stopped hearing you guys. Oh, you were talking about David in the Psalms. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And so I, I'm sure that you, you said something similar to this, but right. Like if David can be in a position like that and still ultimately trusting God for his salvation, then we can too as Christians. Um, and that doesn't, that doesn't mean that we're not going to still be depressed. Um, mm-hmm. We are out, you know, sometimes you just will not get out of that season. You will not get out of that um that state um but in that state you can still trust god you can still Mm -hmm. be content in god you can still Mm -hmm. delight in god 
um, it'll be very, very difficult. But you can still do it. And it, it doesn't mean that you're going to have, like, you're going to suddenly be happy, but you will be, you'll be able to delight in God anyway. In probably a different way than you would if you weren't depressed. But, um, yeah, there, there's still, I, I just feel like sometimes people just assume that it's, you're either depressed or you're enjoying your life and everything is good with God sort of thing. Right. But there's a state you can be in where you are very much depressed, but still you're trusting in God for everything and knowing that he has, um, he's holding your life, his, your life in his hands. Um, you can take the promises of like Romans eight, for example, and, you know, that nothing can separate you from the love of Christ, mm -hmm. but mentally still be in a completely horrible mind state where you are you just have no motivation to do anything and you are completely depressed and don't want to talk to anyone about any of this stuff but you still can know you know in your spirit that god still loves you and nothing can separate you from him um those things don't have to be mutually exclusive mm -hmm. right i mean just just in general talking about uh like if if you are listening to this and you are depressed or you are uh considering suicide um then you need to go and talk to somebody and and like i'm just going to say bluntly that you have to like this is not something that you get to handle by yourself if you don't want to sin against the god of the universe by taking your own life you need to go talk to somebody that is your pastor that you trust, a parent that you trust, anybody that you trust, and you just need to lay it out on the line. And the reason you don't want to do that is because you want to have a hold of this depression on your own, either maybe because uh, you are, are uh, prideful with your own uh, self-image or something along those lines. Like, this is... This is a dangerous place for you to trust yourself in so don't and uh i just think of john 3 um this is the judgment that the light has come into the world and men love the darkness rather than the light for their deeds were evil for everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed he who practices the truth comes to the lights so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. Uh, Christians don't hide things. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. Christians shouldn't hide things. Yeah. Um, if, if a faithful Christian acting in obedience to God does not hide things, they have no reason to hide things. There's, there's no purpose to hide something. So if you were depressed and considering suicide, that should be an open topic in your church right now with your, with other Christians. And it, that is up to you. That is, that is up to you to, to start that conversation. Um, and I mean, for maybe somebody who is just listening to this and is just like, is, is not struggling with depression or suicidal thoughts whatsoever. Uh, I think it's important to be aware more of suicide and just ask people how they're doing honestly so what you do is you ask somebody twice you say how are you doing and then when they gave you the fake answer and they lie to you then you say how are you really doing because that's how human beings work <laughs> and ask them twice to get the truth so sometimes you have ask to ask them three times doing. it's true um so yeah so i I think that's just so important. And that's one of the things that Ray Comfort talks about in his, in his movie is just bringing things to the light mm -hmm. is so important. And just to have open conversation about stuff like this. Because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, as you pointed out, Connor, right? Like um, the person who is going through this needs to go talk to someone. But sometimes that can be ridiculously difficult for them. And so we can also help people who aren't struggling with depression by just being trying to be aware of those right. things that might be happening and just always checking up on on the people around you even if you even if they completely look like they are just fine right that there's nothing going going wrong a lot of the times people who are struggling with depression don't look like they are um and so just being very cognizant of i mean just being loving 
towards your brothers and sisters in Christ and caring about them as human beings and checking up and see how they're doing. Right. And just always be being accountable to each other um, with those sorts of things. Yeah. Carly, you have any other thoughts? Nope. All right. Uh, my girlfriend, Mickey, made sure to say, I asked her if she thought it had any thoughts for this. And she said to let people know that, that she is always available to talk. So if you are from some random country or <laughs> another state, you would be Here's no her idea. phone number. <laughs> no, just get a hold of us as the Christian artists and mm -hmm. hook you up with somebody who has dealt with suicide in their immediate family. And you can talk to them. And it can be a, like, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not exposing myself. And then they, she can tell you, you need to expose yourself in your, you know, uh, local area with your other uh, Christian brothers and sisters. So if you're looking for some motivation to do so, you can always talk to Mickey. Alrighty, Kathy in the comments said, "Love you, Mickey Hart." <laughs> uh, cool. All right, so you can find us at on Twitter at Christ underscore Art underscore Show, at Facebook at facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show, and at our website at Christian Artist Show dot com. This week, uh, we're not having anything on Friday, but we have another episode of Terranelia season five uh, on Thursday, which is exciting. Um. And, I'm pumped to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and honestly, the thing I'm thinking about right now is our new Burning Wheel campaign. Um, I've just <laughs> of course, been you are constantly thinking about that. Um, it probably won't be. Th it will be Thursday before I start thinking about Terranolius again, and then I'll <laughs> frantically try to figure out what we're doing on Thursday. Um, but yeah, normal stuff happening here, um, streaming and whatnot. Again, you there's other links and stuff in the description of the uh the the on the website of this episode uh you can check out like my patreon and the youtube channel where we post post these all that stuff is there as well any of the last comments guys i'd like to formally apologize for my brain scatteredness today i'm <laughs> still very very tired from having this puppy and she is she is the light of my life but she makes all of the lights go out so <laughs> Uh, I'm just stumbling around in the dark. I'm just stumbling around <laughs> in the dark. Yep. Uh, and and then I hear that she's gotten into something, and then I'm like, uh, <laughs> go over there, I guess. I I do I do actually yeah. want to clarify something mm -hmm. real quick before we close. Uh, the the verse in First Corinthians, um, ten thirteen is for Christians that Christians have a way of escape. Right. Um. To escape sin uh, that is not a, a, a statement for unbelievers unbelievers are enslaved to their sin so if if uh you know someone that does not want to be out of suicide and anything you say or or do is not helping them to um turn from that decision not necessarily repentance towards god but to to not uh take their own life uh the answer is the gospel because um you might convince someone to, you know, not take their own life. Um, and then, first of all, we have to realize that eventually they will die, whether by their own hand or just from life. They're eventually going to die, in which case they're either going to be under the wrath of God or in inside the righteousness of Christ. And so if there's an unbeliever that you know of or a friend that is not saved, that is dealing with depression and suicidal thoughts, the answer is the gospel. The answer is not some sort of moralistic <laughs> preaching or any type of uh, um, self-esteem. That's not the solution. Mm -hmm. um, if that stops them from taking their own life, then great. Now preach the gospel to them because right. you want them to be saved first and foremost. Um, so I think that's important to say as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Because the answer is always the gospel. It's true. Mm-hmm. If you got nothing else out of this episode, remember that. <laughs> the answer is the gospel. All right, I think that's it from us here at The Christian Artist. See you next week. Adios.